this is so awesome. This is amazing. This is going to fix everything. It's just like, now I can just kind of relax. It's all set. Wrong. You ate Special K with banana. Today's process is this. Mise en place for business. Sit back, relax. Let's light the lantern. Well, hello there, Rangers. Wade Skalski here. Lawyer, entrepreneur, and your guide to the understory. The understory is filled with monsters and bandits. But if you want to start, grow, or pivot from a business, this is the place for you. Admission to the understory is free, but understanding always has a price. Let's light the lantern. What is up, Rangers? Those of you who are in the understory against your will, and those of you who are in the understory on paper, on purpose, Wade Skalski, the understory lawyer, and I have returned from wandering the understory. So, uh, we've been a little spotty lately, the last few couple weeks, six weeks to be exact, exact five and a half weeks to be exact. Um, pandemic podcasting coming from the garage bunker, and uh, it's the afternoon, 2.09 p.m., so you may hear my children fighting about blueberries in the background, my wife battling and fighting the good fight, trying to be kind but firm, and sometimes devolving into a strong discussion with a purpose with our children. So... But uh, there is a very good explanation as to why uh, things have been a little choppy for me and the podcast over the last few weeks. I've alluded to it before previously, but now I have a really firm understanding of why and uh, now am prepared to get back to the business of the plan of making my place. So. As I said, I've uh, tell you a little background of this first uh, podcast that you're listening to. I've entered into a strategic partnership with a firm here in town for a part-time sort of sort of contract work, sort of part-time work, whatever. And uh, for two reasons, one is it's really helping to stabilize. Actually, three reasons. One, it's really helping to stabilize um, just financially as we grow everything. Uh, if you are trying to be a creative person, it's very difficult to create at the apex of your creative power. If you're always concerned about uh, the ups and downs of the financials. So that's one is that solves that problem. Two is that it's a very heavy hitter firm here in town and it actually gives uh, immediately gives me a large amount of support in the terms of like support staff ranging from whatever I need all the way from sort of like um, direct assistant to paralegal to legal support. And uh, it allows me to expand my offerings um exponentially in terms of how I can assist my clients because before you know what I do is very limited into um, sort of the intellectual property side of what I do basically it's the it's the uh, escape brand if you will um, in terms of you're either going to escape from the nine to five or you're trying to escape from or pivot from the um, business that you've created right so, but that being said is that my clients have a lot of other needs and I was silly of me to send them to other lawyers when I can keep them in house and just have them have other lawyers that I am right down the hall from every single day versus sending them off to somebody that I kind of know or don't know or whatever. So basically um, everything from tax to trust and estates to um, uh, business litigation, business formation, all that stuff now can be handled in-house and, and I have the ability to kind of refer people. And it's not even really referring them. It's just keeping them keeping them close, if you will. So I'm excited about that. And the third reason is this, is that, so I'm a lawyer and a lawyer belongs in a firm. 
the proper place for a lawyer is in a firm. Now, is that a firm that you create or is that a firm that you become a strategic partner with? It's, there's no, you know, as long as you have an equity interest in terms of the cases that you generate, it doesn't really matter what your title is. Um, that is part of a place that you make. Now, if you're a straight W-2, where that's then you have a nine to five. But if you have an equitable or an equity interest in um, how you, what you make it rain, then you indeed it is part of making your place and it's a strategic partnership. So, and right now it's not full time. So we're still sorting that out and that's going to be a few months before I figure it out if that's going to fit or not fit or whatever, but it doesn't really matter. That's not a decision I have to make right now. Um, so, so those three reasons are sort of why I have kind of entered into a strategic strategic partnership with this firm and a strategic partner i'm actually going to add a section in the book about it uh, because if you if you are not subsumed as an employee into another sort of established hierarchy and then you can control your income by what you bring in or other factors then it's not a nine to five um, it's a hybrid. And so, um, you know, the decision that I have to make then is do I want to build my own firm here from scratch or do I want to um, acquire an interest or acquire a partnership or acquire an alliance with a firm in town that has all done all that for me? And uh, that's what I'm exploring right now. So it is an interesting I didn't see this. I didn't see this possibility necessarily. Um but it just sort of sort of happened organically, and I'm very thankful that it did. I'm very thankful for the opportunity. I'm very thankful for those three reasons I discussed. So why am I telling you this, though? Well, so organizations have are very powerful, right? When you roll into an organization, you establish a persona for yourself, and you establish an identity, and you establish sort of a role. And a firm, like a traditional firm, has a very set role. And... I found myself for the last five and a half weeks, basically, because I've been there since February 8th, uh, rolling into this a traditional lawyer, I'm on payroll role, right? And um, it... It, what was really interesting about it was then is that it, you know I go in the morning it immediately kind of took me out of everything else that I was doing only because everything was new like I literally every single I'm assisting on so many different things and every once the, every lawyer in the firm decided oh I can give stuff to Wade then everyone gave me something <laughs> and so it's a compliment because then they're like oh the word got out that I can handle it and so everyone's like oh great. But then I got totally immediately like slammed with a bunch of stuff and I went into work mode, right? And then that's sort of my creative power was trying to figure out on these new topics and new subjects that I was being given, you know, sort of to sort that all out because it's it's all within my competency, but it's not necessarily the core competency that I've been working on. And, um, and so... So yeah, so that's been a, all my sort of horsepower was going to that. So that's issue number one. And then issue number two was is that I didn't quite know, I didn't quite know how to verbalize or explain my position like I just did to you in those three points. And so I was a little confused as to where to put it in its place. And now there's something in cooking called mise en place cooking, which is basically if you've ever received as a wedding gift or as a gift itself, the a giant glass bowl with a glass bowl that's a little smaller, with a glass bowl that's a little smaller, with a glass bowl that's a little smaller, all the way down to a little glass, like glass, it's a bowl, but it's like to put like pinches of salt in. That usually is for mise en place. And the purpose of mise en place is before you begin cooking, you prep all the ingredients, you cut all the everything, you put everything into its appropriate place in a separate container. And that way is when you cook, you're just mixing everything together that's already pre-made. And I love to cook that way. I don't, it's really weird for someone who has scored so low on conscientiousness. I'm super anal about kind of cooking that way. And I really like 
everything being in its place. I love mise en place cooking. And um, it's almost as if you're putting your food and everything together as if it's a garden, right? Like you've got your roses over here, you've got your daffodils over here, you've got your lilacs and your lavender over here. And you kind of just look at it. It's all the colors and it just looks great. It just makes a, the whole, makes the garden, right? And that's kind of what mise en place cooking is. But for me, um, there's a garden, there's a garden sort of analogy for business too as an entrepreneur. Because like, look, if you're gonna be playing these different games, because the ultimate the ultimate goal for you as an entrepreneur, when you're going to make your place, is to create the game that you want to play, and you play just that game. If you're, you know, if you ever have like a three sport athlete in high school and then all of a sudden they say, oh, you know, they got to go to college, they usually 99.9% of the time they pick one sport and they focus on that sport. And the reason is, is because at that level to go to the next level, they have to, they have to commit to one game. And right now to make the transition to, to escape, right, to escape from your nine to five or to escape from the business that you've created that you've turned into a nine to five, to get that escape velocity, you have to play multiple different games. You're gonna have to play the help game. You're gonna have to play the serve game. You might have to play the strategic partner game, right, which is kind of what I'm doing right now. And so now, now I have three different games going, right? I've got the I've got the strategic partner game, which is all right. I've partnered with a firm. It fits my goals in terms of what I'm trying to do. I want to create business and bring that in, and then I am compensated accordingly, you know, partially with what I do. But then I have my own game, which is the understory lawyer, which is all right. So I've got the book, I've got the podcast, I've got the online course, I've got the mastermind, I've got all that, and then I've got the help game, which is I still have my my core competency, which is from the original stuff, which is the um, uh, the experience and then anything else that I'm doing. So I finally started to offload no more new criminal cases because it's just too hard to go back and forth between here in California. But so like I got all those games running and then you have like, you know, you've got your commerce, that's your commerce games. Then you've got your connections with your wife and kids and then you've got your creations if you've got anything outside of that, right? So the goal though is to play all these games and then play them well enough and then transition into one game, which is the game of what you make. Right, which is when you make your place in the clearing. We have a place to stand in confidence and clarity because it's your game. And the cool thing about when you play your game is when you establish and make your own sort of hierarchy of things is that you automatically are at the apex of that game. So all of the language, all of the processes, all of the way I attract my clients, everything, I am making a place where I am at the apex of that game. And um, that's a tall order. And it's, it's, too, it's risky, but... For someone like me, um, you can hedge some of the risk with with a strategic partnership, um, or you know, or you just keep playing the help game and the serve game all at the same time. But the cool thing is that let's say, for example, that you enter in a strategic partnership with someone and it doesn't work out. It doesn't really matter because you're you're not giving up the game, right? You're not saying, all right, well, I'm going to go on this partnership track and I'm going to do. You know, whatever it is that this firm requires to get partner, you know, as defined as every other partner at the firm. Like, I want to create an entire new line of business at the firm that I control that no one else does, which is basically what I do. Um, see, Luke likes that. He's getting getting rowdy in there. And um, and they're going to love it because that just expands the offering of the firm. It makes it more diverse. Uh, and then it brings them more income. So they're not they're, They like that idea. Right. And I had this realization. I consider it the third best realization behind that parachute pants and half shirts while awesome for my brother. Not a good look for me. Uh, which is this, which is so like the firm that I'm at right now is very is very established. There's heavy hitters, but it's kind of 
it's kind of like in Maslow's hierarchy of needs, it's got like your base needs, then it's got your relationships, right? So it's got the base needs that all are like your definite four corners legal work. Then it's got the relationships because it's been in town for a really long time. But in my mind, what it's missing is the creative element, which is the top of the spear, which is kind of the, the creative energy, which is me. So like I would not be a good fit for that firm when that firm started. I would not be a good fit for that firm in the male game of that firm. But I'm a great fit for that firm right now because they need sort of a, a breath of fresh air to come in there and, and mix it up creatively. Now, I have to take off my normal impulses and the edge of my creativity when I'm there and act more in alignment with how a lawyer is supposed to act in the beginning because I have no leverage and um, they don't know me, right? So you have to play the game. And so uh, just act like a lawyer, which I know how to do, but then as I will grow my book of business, as I will grow the type of business and as I bring stuff in, you know, the goal is if you bring more money in than anyone else in the entire firm, including all the main, main partners, then you have leverage. You can act however you want then because you, you have earned the right to do that. I haven't earned the right to do that yet. So it's like, got to play the game. And I don't mind it because I have respect for what they've built there and I have respect for all the people there because it's hard to build a business to that spot. You don't want to come into a place and just be like, hey, I like, you know, pretend like you own the place. You're sixth week in, sixth week there. So that's not what I'm doing. It doesn't serve me. It doesn't serve them, and it's disrespectful. So, but that's what that is. What that has led me to remember, which I lost my way for a little bit, is that everything must have its place, and that is a strategic partnership. That's where we're at right now. And since it's a strategic partnership, I cannot lose sight of all the other stuff that I've been working on, and then you know get lost in the weeds by by you know crushing that and only that. I'm doing a great job there, but but I have to remember. Hey, I have a commitment, 365 podcasts in 365 days. Like we're coming up on May's in two months and we're behind. Now we're back behind again in 2020, somewhere in there. So I'm going to get the exact number today. We're going to start to crush it, but I'm back. And that's what I'm trying to tell you is that um, if you want to expect the creative journey and the journey that I'm trying to take you on, you are not going to do perfectly. And you are going to get lost from time to time. And you're going to get lost in your commerce. You're going to get lost in your connections. You're even going to get lost in your own creations. Um, and the purpose to know is that there, there is always, when I say at the end of the podcast, there is no end if you stay on the path of understanding with them. There's a couple things. One is that, is that you're always getting better. You're always gaining knowledge. You're always gaining understanding. But the path is always there for you, even when you step off it. It's like the way, like in Taoism, it's always there for you to step back on. And there's enough work that I have done with regards to the podcast that it's like, just snap right back in. Okay, we're back. Let's go. Let's rock and roll. Let's let's hit our goal, right? And I learned a lot from wandering into the understory this last six weeks. And the concept of strategic partnership needs to be fleshed out more. It needs to be fleshed out in my book because there are people who will want to go... I'm going to do everything from scratch and do it all myself. Then there are other people who will go, I want to go into strategic partnership with some people and know what that means to, to not get subsumed into another person's hierarchy so that then you're just at another nine to five and things to watch out for. So that actually this experience, this sort of landmine that I've land minefield that I've gone through for you where I've kind of lost my way for six weeks and then, and then gotten all, all, all over the place as I allowed the strategic partnership angle to, to get out of place. Now, the re it kind of had to be out of place because it took a lot of mental energy to figure it out. It was very stressful the first three weeks. I was like, what's going on? Because it's brand new. But now that I kind of have that all set, 
can snap right in there and now start to put it more in its place so that now I'm home doing this podcast. I'm going to transition right into doing some more work for everything else that I need to do. And then um, I'm building my place with the strategic partnership as part of it, not the other way around. So... I hope this is helpful for you and it's just it's good to be back it's good to be back on track and uh, i'm gonna have to after i get off here i'm gonna figure out exactly what the number is of what we're gonna need to do but we're gonna hit it we're gonna hit 365 and 365. i suppose i should go check out and see what kind of shenanigans are going in there but just remember there is no end if it's in the path well we're not there yet i forgot see i'm rusty what i want you to do is i want you to take out your ranger field journal if you don't have a ranger field journal take out a regular journal if you don't have a regular journal for the love of god go get yourself a regular journal you need working papers but for right now take out your unicorn trapper keeper from the fifth grade and just write down the words strategic partnership and what that means to you and just remember there is no end if in the path to understanding What is up, Rangers? I hope you enjoyed today's process. I certainly did. If you want to get out of my email list, it's very simple. I don't run you through a funnel. I don't have you do smoke signals. I don't have you send me a postcard. Just send me an email at wade at understorylawyer.com. Again, that's wade at understorylawyer.com. Those are my children in the background, Luke and Madeline. I don't have them respond to emails, but I do have them attempt to read all of them, and they are three and two. Three and one, five and two, I don't even know how old they are. However, I'm gonna show them all your emails and if you make the cut, maybe I'll send you something back on how to grow, start, or pivot from a business. I've done it all. And if you achieve all three, you get the triple Lindy. I know what it feels like to be trapped and I know the way out. And the way out is through the understory. So again, if you wanna join my email list, just send me an email at wade at understorylawyer.com. Wade at understorylawyer.com.